Welcome back to Shorts with Shirts, a podcast where we tell short Bible stories in a fun and creative way. Babies. Lots and lots of babies. The Israelites had grown to such a big number since coming to live in the Egyptian nation. Why? Well, let's rewind for a quick history lesson. Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers and rose to become the second in command over all of Egypt. Under the current pharaoh, and with God's help, Joseph led the Egyptian people through a seven-year famine. The pharaoh was so pleased that he allowed Joseph's family to move to Egypt with him. But more on that in another story. Let's fast forward to our story for today. Years later, Joseph was gone and a new pharaoh was on the scene. New pharaoh, that's me. New pharaoh, new pharaoh. I got Crocs as pets, can afford a sweet jet. I got more gold than Fort Knox. Watch out for my cat named Socks. New pharaoh, new pharaoh. Yeah, that's me. Hi, Excellent. What do you want to do with the Israelites? They be having too many kids. If they keep having them, we will be overrun and they may attack us. Take care of them. Throw all baby boys into the Nile. (laughs) We try, but when we get there, we see no babies. In fact, God had protected the Israelites. He had a plan. Meanwhile, in Lower Egypt, near the Mediterranean Sea, a mother named Jochebed secretly gave birth to a boy. For months, she hid him from the pharaoh and his thugs. Until she couldn't anymore. He had grown too big to hide. Jochebed loved her baby boy and wanted him to live. She built a basket to float him in the reeds of the Nile River. Her goal was that the basket would float him away to safety. It was a big risk. Hungry crocodiles, carnivorous hippos, and dangerous river rapids. Floating the basket amongst the reeds was a wise strategy to keep her baby safe. For miles, the baby boy floated in safety and landed in the most unexpected place. Where do you think he arrived? A fast food place, Pharaoh's palace, or Grandma's house? If you said Pharaoh's palace, you are correct. The princess, the Pharaoh's daughter, found the baby boy in the basket, instantly fell in love with him and adopted him. She named him Moses, which means drawn out of the water. Moses, an Israelite, growing up in an Egyptian palace, the same people who wanted him dead now are caring for him. Talk about God's protection. This palace is huge. I know all the best hiding spots. No one will beat me in the game of hide and seek. Life was good. He didn't have to be worried about anything. He probably drank from a fountain of chocolate milk every day. As prince of Egypt, he most likely had servants too. Hey servant, can you please give me my favorite snack? If you need reminded, it's sweet fatir. As Moses grew, he began to learn that he was an Egyptian like his adopted parents, but an Israelite. Years later, upon visiting the Israelites, he witnessed a guard beating an Israelite slave. He flared with anger. Stop it! You don't have to beat him! They began to fight. It ended with Moses killing the guard and hiding him in the sand, believing no one saw. He was wrong, though. The Israelites saw. Word got back to the Pharaoh. He did what? Moses is causing me too much money. Get rid of him. 
Moses evaded the guards and had to flee from Egypt, running away from the only home he had ever known, from the people he thought loved him. Successfully escaping, Moses went towards the land of Midian. He was now a fugitive. Come on, sheep. Years had passed, and the new pharaoh had become an old pharaoh and died, bringing yet another pharaoh to the throne to lead Egypt. Moses had settled into his new home in Midian. Over the years, he learned to become a shepherd. Moses enjoyed the peacefulness. No more Egyptian thugs hunting him. He was comfortable. This is the best. It's so peaceful here. It is hard, though, being a shepherd, especially when the sheep don't listen. Hey, sheep, where you going? Get back here. Found you, sheep. Wait, what is that? It's a bush, but it's not burning up. How can this be? Moses, Moses. God, is that you? Moses, you are now in a holy place. I have seen and heard the troubles of my people. They are suffering. I have chosen you to deliver them. Wait, what now? Um, uh, yeah, um, that doesn't work for me. I'm booked and so busy. My wife, Zipporah, has all these honey-do lists for me. Like, honey, do this, honey, do that, feed the sheep, walk the sheep, shoe the sheep, pet the sheep, clean the sheep, play with the sheep, be nice to the sheep. You know, busy, busy, busy. Moses, I will be with you. God showed Moses his mighty power by changing his staff into a snake and back again. Moses continued to make excuses because he didn't want to go. Eventually, Moses was convinced and decided to pack up and head back to Egypt, the place he ran away from many years earlier. Moses traveled from Midian to Egypt to face the Pharaoh in order to release the Israelites, a showdown of the century. The palace was vast. As he walked, the hall echoed his steps. As he approached the throne room, he realized this was not the same family who loved and adopted him many years earlier. With strong resolve for his mission, Moses spoke. Let my people go, so that they may go worship their God. <laughs> no. You waste my time. I will not release my slaves. You're crazy. Release them now. God demands it. I don't serve your God and your people are lazy. They don't need to go to worship. I will now give them more and harder work. This is your fault. You have caused this. Moses left to seek the counsel of the living God and find out what to do next. I am God. I will make the Pharaoh release.
peace, my people, by sending many plagues upon his land. Moses listened and told the Pharaoh what God had said, but he again didn't listen. So God started sending plagues to the Egyptian nation, starting with the changing the Nile River to blood. After each plague God sent Egypt, Moses went back to demand the Pharaoh let the Israelites go. Every time the Pharaoh said, No. Frogs? No. Gnats, flies, and death of livestock? No, no, and no. Even though that's gross. Guards, cancel the barbecue! God continued with skin disease, hail, locusts, and darkness for three whole days. I said no, 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 and I have a flashlight. Number 10 was the worst. At midnight one night, a cry from every Egyptian home was heard throughout the nation. The Bible says all firstborn Egyptian children had died. It was a sad time, and Pharaoh immediately told Moses to leave Egypt with all the Israelites. Moses and the Israelites quickly packed up their stuffed animals, dog toys, and made some peanut butter jelly sandwiches and hightailed it out of there. God protected them during the night with a pillar of fire and led them by day with a huge cloud. God had rescued the Israelites. They were free, or so they thought. After they left Egypt, the Pharaoh had a change of heart. Get the horses. Keep going! They will be our slaves again or die. People could hear the chariot wheels spinning and the horses pushing through the sand. They panicked and began running. Run! He's coming! The panic increased when they came face to face with the wide and deep Red Sea. With the vast sea in front of them and Pharaoh's army behind them, what were they to do? Moses peered across the Red Sea. Moses, Moses, I am with you. Hold out your staff and I will part the waters of the sea. Suddenly, the Red Sea exploded upward. Winds roared across the water. Wind blew throughout the night while God protected the Israelites with a pillar of fire standing between them and the advancing army. Morning came, and the Israelites awoke to a pathway through the Red Sea. Let's go, people. God has saved us. The ground, it's, it's dry. This is impossible. Well, nothing's impossible with God. Thousands of Israelites crossed into the Red Sea, led by Moses, but Pharaoh was hot on their heels. Whoa! (laughs) The the sea! It's not here anymore! There's a path? What is going on? 
Ne- never mind that. Let's, let's follow them in. They are crazy. They will pay. Yeah. Pharaoh and his army went into the Red Sea, riding on the same land the Israelites set foot on, feeling the same mist on their faces. The Israelites were completely out of the Red Sea. Pharaoh's army was still coming with the water towering over them. God closed the pathway. Water came crashing down. Moses and the Israelites were finally free from slavery. With the Israelites free, Moses began leading them in the direction of their promised land. They traveled a month and a half. The Bible mentions they came to the desert of sin. That's when the people broke down. The entire community started grumbling and complaining. We're so hungry. We're going to die. We were better taken care of in Egypt. Let's turn around. Throughout their journey, every time they complained, God answered. He provided food called manna, which is described as bread from heaven. This bread is yummy, but now we are thirsty. Let's go back to Egypt. At least we didn't have to worry about anything. They must have forgotten about the whole slavery thing. They were relentless, but God was also relentless. He continued to show his love and miracles to them. God directed Moses to hit a rock and sweet water would pour out. Okay, let's pause there for a moment. Boop. Anyone else listening think that was weird? A rock. Seriously, every time I've seen inside a rock, there's more rock, not water. It kind of reminds me of gusher candy. Okay, anyways, God took care of them. Even though they complained, he took care of them all the way to the desert of Sinai. They set up camp at the bottom of Mount Sinai. Clouds rolled in and descended upon the top. Thunder was heard and lightning was seen. After telling the Israelites not to follow him, Moses climbed the mountain to meet God. The voice of God was heard and the mountain shook. I am the Lord your God and you are my people. Listen to my commandments. When you follow them, they will lead you on the way. God gave Moses the legendary... Ten Commandments from the top of Mount Sinai on two stone tablets. Moses was a beast to carry these heavy rocks back down to the people. What were the commandments? Let me share them here. Commandment number one, there's only one God, which was the God who rescued them from Egypt. Commandment number two, don't bow down or worship any other gods. So don't go making statues and worship a lump of earth. Commandment number three, always say God's name with respect. Do you like when people say your name nicely? Exactly. Commandment number four, keep the Sabbath day holy. Honor God and rest from your week by taking the time to worship him. Commandment number five, honor mom and dad. Listen and obey your parents, even when it's hard. Commandment number six, don't murder. 
obviously don't kill the other people. Commandment number seven, love your spouse entirely when you are married. Commandment number eight, don't steal. If it's not yours, don't touch it. Commandment number nine, don't lie. Lying is lying. If someone says it's just a little white lie, that is still a lie. Commandment number 10. Don't want or crave what is not yours. Enjoy what you have and have been given. With Moses sharing these 10 commandments to the Israelites, they promised to always follow and worship the true God. Life was good at that moment. Have you ever made mistakes? Well, that's what the Israelite people did as the time went on. They made some more mistakes, but God was there. God loved them and continued to show himself to them. As always, if you enjoy listening, please share it and talk about it. Till next time, 